Myrtle Beach is the beach. 60 miles of bright sand, water, and a wealth of wonderful music playing day and night. You can step into a simple beach bar and discover a surprising level of exciting musical talent. A place to kick back and groove to the enticing soundtrack of the most unexpected vacations around. With nothing but good vibes floating through the warm ocean air. Plan your own music-filled trip to America's Jukebox at visitmyrtlebeach.com. Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Since 1983, Eddie Trunk has been the voice for fans of rock, hard rock, and heavy metal. A best-selling author, host of TV's That Metal Show, and seven national radio shows, including Trunk Nation, daily on Sirius XM. Interesting. Eddie offers the world his news-making interviews, passionate analysis, honest commentary, and who knows what else. So welcome to the Eddie Trunk Podcast. Welcome, everybody. Eddie Trunk Podcast for another week. Hope you guys had a great week, and thank you for tuning in and checking it out. The Eddie Trunk Podcast on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. And here we go for another week, bringing you uh, another interview that comes to you courtesy of my SiriusXM show on 106 Volume, which you can hear live every day on SiriusXM Satellite Radio from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern time, the replay every night, 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern, or on demand anytime you want on the SiriusXM app. Here on the Eddie Trunk Podcast, a little sample of what I do on a daily basis on SiriusXM. If you come on board as a subscriber, you can engage in the show, call in, listen to it live, and hear the complete shows each and every day in a variety of different ways. Welcome to everybody who listens outside of the U.S. and Canada, who, of course, don't have access to SiriusXM. We appreciate you guys listening and spreading the word about our weekly get-together. This week, an interview with George Lynch. George, of course, uh, best known as the brilliant guitar player from the 80s band Dokken. But, man, he got, he's got he got so much stuff going on. So many other bands he's in. He is truly multitasking and is getting ready for a show that I'll be hosting in Tulsa, Oklahoma, this Saturday night at the IDL Ballroom with one of his many bands, Lynch Mob. And we will talk to George about that, as well as KXM, as well as The End Machine, and to find out exactly what is his role in Dokken these days. All that with George Lynch coming up in a matter of minutes on this week's podcast. But before we get to George Lynch, let me tell you about CBD Lion. And I got to tell you, I've been hearing a lot about CBD lately. You've been probably seeing it and reading about it and seeing it pop up in a variety of ways, in a variety of different items and foods and in a variety of different stores that are selling it. A lot of people have turned to taking CBD, but here's the trick, finding an honest and reputable brand because you're seeing it everywhere. There's a lot of con artists trying to make a quick buck and it's tough. Let me tell you about CBD Lion, 
That is a company that prides itself on quality and third-party lab testing to show you exactly what you pay for. They have an award-winning vape line with 10 excellent flavors, each having different potential effects. I've had some soreness in my shoulders, some soreness in my back, and I have used CBD Lion. I've used the cream, which is great for treating spots that are in need, like my shoulder and neck that I used it on. Gummies, I'm not a big fan of smoking of any kind. They're fantastic for tasty consumption on the go. You got the tinctures, the most versatile product they have. It's flavorless, so it doesn't taste like you're eating dirt, and ranges in strength from 250 all the way up to 5,000 milligrams. Lucky for you guys, there's a great deal for CBD Lion. Not only do you get tremendous quality CBD, but a great deal as an Eddie Trunk Podcast listener. 20% 20% off your order. All you got to do is go to cbdlion.com. Enter coupon code TRUNK, T-R-U-N-K, at checkout. CBD Lion. That's the letter C, the letter B, the letter D, L-I-O-N. cbdlion.com. Use coupon code TRUNK, T-R-U-N-K, at checkout. 20% off your order. cbdlion.com. Promo code TRUNK. Check it out. So, George Lynch is uh, a guy that has just been multitasking. You know, we see this with a lot of different bands and a lot of different musicians. I've said this so many times. My dear friend Mike Portnoy caught so much hell for being in so many bands at the same time, and now so many people are doing that, including George Lynch, who has a bunch of projects. And as you're about to hear in this interview has a couple that he couldn't mention at the time we did this. Now, this interview originally took place a week ago. The show that uh, I will be hosting with George Lynch is coming up this Saturday in Tulsa, if you're listening on post day. So come down and join us. You can still come out, and you can get tickets at Stubwire. I'll be there all night hanging out with everybody at uh, the IDL Ballroom in Tulsa. And George is busy with, like I said, a variety of different things in addition to Lynch Mob. I'll tell you what, I've heard over the years so many things about George Lynch and his relationship with Don Dockin and no secret the dysfunction and issues that have resided there. But I have never known George or Don, for that matter, to not just be great guys. And the thing I've always loved about George Lynch is he's unbelievably honest about things. Uh, Look no further than when I ask him about the lineup of Lynch Mob, and he basically admits that it's a revolving door. So it was a great conversation. We only scratched the surface of some of the things that, you know, that I wanted to talk with George about. There were so many other things that I wanted to get into with him, but he was mainly calling to promote the shows this weekend, although we do touch on a bunch of other things. And as I mentioned, and you'll hear in the interview, George and I will be appearing at a private event in Austin, Texas, very soon. So I'm likely going to have him back on the SiriusXM show on volume once again to pick up a little bit more where we left off because he's filled with stories and he's got multiple bands. In this interview, we touch on KXM, who you'll find out have made a new record, The End Machine, who have made a record, but is there a future for that band? You know, when it comes to these assembled supergroups, usually not, but we'll see. But we touch on that. We touch on a documentary that he made. We talk about exactly what is his role in Doc in these days. Talk about a recent illness he had, which was quite serious, as you're about to hear. And also, of course, about Lynch Mob. So all of that with George Lynch 
on this week's Eddie Trunk podcast. Before we get to that, let me just uh, remind you to follow me on social media at Eddie Trunk, where I'm most active on Twitter. There's also Instagram, and there's also a fan page on Facebook. And my official online home is eddietrunk.com. All my appearances are there. There are many, and I hope you guys come out and see me. I've got some speaking shows coming up, and they include Stanhope, New Jersey, on July 19th at the Stanhope House, July 26th in Janesville, Wisconsin, at the Back Bar, and also on September 6th, I will be at uh, in New Bedford, Mass., and that's at the Vault Music Hall. <clears throat> Excuse me. And also August 17th, this isn't a speaking show, hosting Tom Kiefer Warehouse Live in Houston. So speaking Q&A shows uh, July 19th, Stanhope, New Jersey, July 26th, Janesville, Wisconsin, September 6th, New Bedford, Mass., hosting Tom Kiefer August 17th, Warehouse Live in Houston, hosting Sammy Hagar's High Tide Beach Party, September 28th and 29th, Huntington Beach, California, hosting Exit 111 Festival in October, and that is in Manchester, Tennessee, and then, of course, on board the Megadeth Cruise, the Mega Cruise, and that leads into the Breathless Spa and Resort, 80s in the San Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic. Everything is listed on the homepage of eddytrunk.com. And, of course, next up is Tulsa on Saturday with the guy you're about to hear, George Lynch and Lynch Mob. So before we get to that, one other piece of business to take care of, folks. And that piece of business is Pluto TV. Now, let me tell you something. I recently got what they call a cord cutter TV, where you can uh, just get your TV over the internet and try to stay away from paying these exorbitant fees to cable companies. But as you quickly find out, all the streaming services have a lot of charges associated with them as well. So it ends up kind of being a wash. Not with Pluto TV. It's the leading free streaming television service. You can watch over 100 TV channels, thousands of movies on demand, all completely free. Pluto TV never asks for a credit card. You don't even need to sign up to watch for free. And Pluto TV is the easy and completely legal way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies for free. So what are you waiting for? You never pay for TV again. All you do is download Pluto TV. You can download Pluto TV for free on all your favorite devices today, including your phone, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, Smart TVs, PlayStation, and anywhere else you stream. Pluto TV. All right, we'll come back and get into the conversation with George Lynch on this week's Eddie Trunk Podcast. The Eddie Trunk Podcast. Hey, be sure to check out Let Lisa Help with Lisa Lampanelli on Podcast One. The Queen of Mean is now the Queen of Meaning. Join Lisa each week as she sits down with a guest co-host to solve their problems as well as some of her own. Download new episodes of Let Lisa Help with Lisa Lampanelli every week 
on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Podcast One presents the Gigi Podcast with Rick Fox, Jace Hall, and Todd Roy. Log on to see the world behind the esports you love and find out what good game really means from the trio who's taken the business by storm. Whoopi literally goes, no, I agree with Rick. And she played Diablo. She plays Diablo. She plays Diablo. She's a gamer. She's a gamer. Download new episodes of the Gigi Podcast every week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. This is the Eddie Trunk Podcast. Without further ado, on this week's Eddie Trunk Podcast, a phone call and an interview with George Lynch from about a week ago covering a variety of topics. Enjoy. George, how are you, man? Hey, Eddie. Did you say with the George Lynch? I said the great George Lynch. Okay. All right. Well, you know, it's going to be hard to live up to that, Eddie. So don't like, if you put me on a pedestal <laughs> like that, you know, I, then I, then I've got all this work to do. Well, I found so, out I'm going to be seeing you. I'm going to be seeing you twice coming up because in addition to Tulsa, I just found out you and I are both going to be at, uh, at that private gig again in Texas coming up and in, uh, in a few days after on the 13th. So right. um, that, right. that'll right. be great. Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. spend some time together. I'm looking forward to it, but first and foremost, man, how's your health? You did have to cancel some shows and, and that appearance with Dokken yeah. at M3. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm, I'm feeling a lot better. I mean, I had pneumonia and it was a, a pretty, uh, 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 you know, a very virulent strain of it, I guess you would say. So it was, um, it could lead to a lot of other complications. You know, you hear all these horror stories of, you know, people going to the hospital with this and they don't come out. And uh, um, yeah, it got a little touch and go for a while, but I, you know, I got to say, I, I have uh, a few friends that have gone through this that um, stayed in touch with me and, and um, told me about their experiences. And it really was very sort of reassuring and helpful, you know, cause you're, you're wondering what the hell's going on. And, and uh, I didn't know what to expect. And uh, uh, Danny Coker from uh, County cars was, he had had a, a really bad episode with it as well. And he sort of walked me through it and uh, was calling me every, every few days, you know, to, to see how to check in with me and see how I was doing. And it really, it really helped, you know, to, to have when people, you know, people have you back. And uh, yeah, I'll tell you though, Eddie, it killed me. I don't cancel shows. <laughs> um, I think I, ca- I canceled some, the last time I canceled some shows was when Chernobyl melted down. Wow, it's funny. Yeah, I was in Europe. You, it's crazy you say that because I'm. I don't know if you if you've seen that show on HBO. There's a, a miniseries yeah. about it right now on HBO. So and I'm just reliving that. In, in episode three, you can see in the background docking, in the background walking across. I, I don't know if you saw that scene. What a poster or something? No, I'm kidding. We're not. Oh, in the movie. oh, I thought maybe there's a poster on on somebody's <laughs> wall or something. Oh, okay. There what? should be, but no, there isn't. Why were you we guys? Were, we you were guys were supposed to be in Russia at that time. We were in that part of the world. We were in a in a. I think we were in a country adjoining it, right next to it, and we were traveling through that whole area. And you know, this is before the days of the internet or anything. You know, and news traveled slow. And you know, I, I had this one particular roadie who kept winding me up, said that that this thing was going to melt down and burn through the core of the earth. So I, all I really wanted to do was be home with my family. So I, I didn't know what was going on. And uh, so I got on a plane and, and, and went home. And uh, but uh, there was one other incident where I where I canceled a show. But I, I literally will not cancel shows. I remember doing a show 
with Doc in, in, I believe it was uh, El Paso. It was El Paso. And I had gone uh, down to Mexico uh, during the day and got, you know, uh, Montezuma's Revenge. So I literally played the show sitting on a toilet with a nurse. Oh, my God. In a hospital gown with a little quick change curtain in front of me. So people really couldn't see me. Well, some people could, you know, from off to the side. And that's how I played the show. So I don't cancel shows unless I really, really have a good reason to. And I just couldn't do it. I, and uh, it, it killed me. I had a docking show at M3 that I was supposed to do. And um, I was really, really looking forward to that. And uh, I had to call up Don and just say, Dude, I, you know, I wouldn't do this unless it was, I was in dire straits, but this is, this is no joke. I, I just cannot get on a plane. I, I can barely get out of bed, you know, so. Well, I, I want to back up one second to that other story. So you're telling me that you actually played a show while you were sitting on a toilet and you played the guitar while you were doing your business on a toilet? Dude, I don't want to have to explain this in gross detail. But I you're running, but but yeah. no, you're running yeah. the line of the guitars coming out of the stall or whatever, I and the band. Know why I brought it up? I, I, I it's amazing it. to me. That's commitment, George. Well. <laughs> And, you know, and somebody might listen and go, well, that was a shitty solo. I mean, it was literally a shitty solo. Anyway, that was a crappy solo. Whatever. I don't know if we can say shit on, on your show. But, but yeah, you can. You can. But but I'll tell you, man, that's this that pneumonia is no joke. And, you know, Ozzy blew out a whole year of touring uh, from whatever he was dealing with. But it started like that with him, too. And it really zonks you. It really knocks you on your ass. You know, and a lot, and and uh, you know, you, a lot of it is, you know, you know, you, you, we do meet and greets after a lot of the shows, and we're meeting people, and you know, you're just shaking hands and talking to people, and and being on the plane on a plane, and you know, with 200 other people, you know, sharing their air, their oxygen, and it's just, you, you know, it's it's touring. Touring will kill you. Yeah, no. But, you know, life will kill you. Yeah, what no. I, I've been on the road more than I ever have in the in the last three four years, and uh, I think about it all the time. I've gotten real lucky, but I did have a bout that kicked my ass for for two three weeks. So I get it, and I know that uh, you know. You said you were looking forward to playing the, those shows with Doc, and I mean, there's a lot I want to talk to you about. I won't keep you too long, but there are a bunch of things I want to hit you with, and maybe we can even do more because I'm going to do my show from from Austin from that private we're doing again, so we can do more there, but. Yeah. I do want to ask you, um, where are things at with you with Dokken now? Because you were going to do that show at M3, which you had to cancel because you were sick. But, you know, where do you sit in that whole thing? Is it just kind of like if the opportunity's right, if the offer is right, you'll go do some songs? You guys are on good terms? I mean, where where does it all sit? Uh, I, we are on good terms, actually. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't really know that we have a plan. We don't really have a plan, actually. I mean, we're just, uh, you know, I'll... I'll Don and I will get together if there's a high, uh, you know, uh, high level show where it kind of makes sense. And, and as you said, you know, everything works, you know, with our, with our schedules and the money and everything. Um, I'll throw down and come down and, and play guitar in docking, you know, and people love it. It's an event. Uh, Don and I are fine. We kind of got our little thing worked out and, uh, you know, why not? But, um, I think it works for both of us, you know, because, uh, you know, and fans love it, you know, and, and I think it plants the seed for maybe, you know, doing a record uh, down the road or something, you know, a reunion tour, who knows? I mean, you know, it, it's, uh, it's always challenging and we've been talking about it for years, but, uh, you know, while everybody's still relatively healthy, uh, I think, um, it would probably be 
smart to do it sooner than later. You know? Well, you did the one song, and then you did that handful of shows a couple of years ago uh, that that you played. So the vibe coming off of that obviously seems to be positive still as you guys continue to you know, dabble in doing some stuff. You know, we could make a great record, a record that would really like stand up to to the old records that people that people love, and I I firmly believe that. You know, so um, I think to me, I want to do that because I I, I want to put that other bookend on the shelf, you know, and uh, kind of wrap the whole thing up in a nice, neat little bow and say, you know, here it is from 1980 to 2019 or whatever it is, you know, here's the end of the story. Did you hear the story that uh, the story that came out today that Corey Taylor of Slipknot said that he blew out one of his testicles warming up to singing Dawkins songs? (laughs) I don't, is that, what? No. For no. sure. He said he, he said he pulled a muscle. He said he thinks he pulled a testicle muscle or something. He tweet posted it today that he was singing Dokken and he's singing the high parts and he said I think I I blew out a testicle trying to sing like Dokken. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know testicles could get blown out, but well it's a good thing he has 3 because he's still got two to spare. Right? <laughs> If you knew that about. Him. No, I did. Yeah. I didn't know that about Corey. Yeah, they, did, they did a movie. They did a movie about it. <laughs> you see the movie? Yeah. No. E.T., the extra testicle. Okay. <laughs> hey, let me ask you about Lynch Mob. What l- we got a there's a Lynch Mob date coming up that I, like I said, I'll, I look forward to seeing you out in, in Tulsa at the IDL. Uh, those guys are going through a rough time in that area now with flooding and tornadoes. I was just there, but mm-hmm. that area seems to be okay and the show is a go for the 8th of June. Uh tell me and everybody listening where you're at with Lynch Mob now as far as who's in the band, who's singing, what's the lineup and what are your plans for that band and do you plan on doing more new music with them? Well, let me just back up for a second and say that, you know, the, the conceptually the the idea of lynch mob was to have a family you know i mean i think all bands are like that at first initially and i never expected or hoped that it would change and you know we had a few changes early on but it's just avalanche to the point where it's out of control now so you know lynch mob is basically me and the other three guys i happened to bring along that day i'm sorry but that's just what it is and um you know, we usually have a core band that lasts a few years and, you know, guys come and go for various reasons. Um, uh, but uh, Jimmy DeAndre is back in the band. So that's pretty solid. Now, this is his third time around with Lynch Mob. He's, you know, he was in the, was in the band in the, in, the, in the 90s and, you know, throughout the 2000s and more recently. And now he's back again. Uh, Sean McNabb is still on bass. You know, he's been with the band for many years. Um and singers are the more challenging thing. So I, I try to look at it in a positive way, like for, from the audience perspective, like you don't know what you're going to get when you show up at a Lynch Mob show. <laughs> so I think that's a good thing, you know, because really how many times can you see the same band do the same thing? Any band, I don't care who they are, you know? So, uh, you know, we try to change our show up as much as possible. And we do a lot of improvising and, and things like that and switching up the set, but now we're also changing up singers. So that really changes things dramatically. <laughs> and, you know, I might as well put a positive spin on it because it is what it is. So uh, for those particular shows, we're doing three shows in the Midwest. Uh, uh, we have Andrew Freeman joining us on vocals who plays with us now and then, you know, uh, from last in line. Yeah. Great singer. 
yeah, yeah. And I have a lot of history with Andrew and and so forth. So, uh, you know, he's been in the band before. And he, uh, I didn't want to call it filling in, uh, but, you know, we have four different singers that we use um, depending on who's available. And uh, that's just what it is, you know. Is Oni Oni still in that rotation or is he done-done? He's not done-done, but he's not in the rotation right now. Okay. Um, you know, Robert Robert Mason did a lot of shows last year with us, uh, probably about half the shows, but he's not in the re- rotation at the moment. It's not saying that he wouldn't do more shows, but, uh, you know, so it's, it's, uh, it's all in a state of flux. It's kind of a fluid situation, and uh, I'm done fighting it. You know, I'm just going with it, um, and I think it's fine. How is it for you, though, in terms of rehearsal? I mean, you just tell the singers, be ready, and here's the set, and, you know, they got to know the songs. Are they working off a prompter, or what are you doing with that? Well, no, they all know the songs because we've they've all been in the band before. Right. And, uh, you know, Andrew's played with us lots of times. Robert's obviously played with us a lot. Uh, Nathan uh, is, is uh, sort of our core singer. Uh, you know, we've done probably 40, 50 shows with Nathan. Um, uh, Keith St. John's playing the band off and on for many years. Um, and, you know, Oni wrote the stuff, so obviously he knows it. So if Oni does join us, uh, you know, it'll be cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, well, know, let, we, we, we have to rehearse. We'll do a rehearsal. You know. Well, let's be honest. I mean, if we're calling it like it is, too. I mean, if you're going to see Lynch Mob, and I mean this with all respect to those singers who are great singers and some are friends, but you're going to see George play guitar. I mean, you want to hear the great songs and you want to hear them sung well, but the, the band is called Lynch Mob. It's George Lynch. You want to, it should be built around you and what you're doing and you're playing and the songs that you wrote and, uh, and having a band that delivers them properly is, is great. That's what you want, but obviously it's, it's your thing, and uh, it's kind of like spin the wheel what singer you're going to get, but it's right, it's man. cool to know we're going to see Andrew, you know, on these uh, shows coming up. We'll get you right back with more from this week's Eddie Trunk Podcast. The Eddie Trunk Podcast. Every car comes with its share of stories that ding in your bumper when you nervously picked up a first date. The luxury package you got after a big promotion or the mileage you saved by riding your bike all summer. While you can't put a price tag on your stories, now with True Car, you can at least find out what your car's worth when it's time to sell or trade it in. Just go to True Car, simply enter your license plate number and watch how your car's details pop up. Then answer a few questions, navigation and moonroof, watch as they bump up your value. High mileage, you already knew it was going to cost you. But now you know how much it dings your wallet so you can plan ahead. Once you're finished, you'll get a true cash offer sent in minutes, which you can take to a local certified dealer to cash out or trade in. So when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. True cash offer not available in all areas. This is the Eddie Trunk Podcast. We continue now with this week's Eddie Trunk Podcast. June 8th at the IDL Ballroom in Tulsa for Lynch Mob, that I'll be there hosting that one. And George, you mentioned there are two other Lynch Mob shows around that time. Do you know those dates and where they are? You want to mention those? I do want to mention them, but you have to give me a second because I got to look it up in my calendar. 
Okay, because um, I don't have it in front of me. Know, so. I was also going to mention. I was also going to mention since you're at most of our shows these days, it's almost like you're in the band. So you might as well just sing in Lynch Mob. <laughs> sure, you're going to be there. You know I'm saying. Nobody, I mean, I how, nobody wants to hear that. Right. Nobody wants to hear that, George. If well, you, you think people know. want to hear you? Don't want to hear you sing. They don't want to hear me sing. No, you would be better than me singing. I guarantee it. No way. No way, man. Uh, We'll, we'll have a contest someday to see who's the worst singer. Oh, I don't gosh. know what the winner wins, but uh, <laughs> uh, so what are we looking at here? We're uh, July, uh, June twelfth. Oh, June. Okay, uh, June twelfth. Yeah. Okay, so we're at uh, uh, we're at uh, no, no, no. We're talking about June. Well, all I know is June eighth. You're in Tulsa. You mentioned there were two or three other shows around oh, that. Oh, I didn't know okay, if you wanted yeah, to mention yeah, those yeah, or yeah, not. We're, Okay, at the seventh, uh, Friday the seventh, we're in Kansas City at the scene, and uh, then we're in uh, Omaha. Which one is Omaha? Oh, Lincoln, Nebraska, at the Grove on the sixth. Okay, um, so that's a Thursday. So, yeah, yeah. So there's your Lincoln, little weekend run right there. Six, seven, eight. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's basically you know just yeah. It's a weekend without. Uh, yeah, yeah, three shows, Tulsa, Kansas City, and Lincoln. Very cool. Now, let me ask you about yeah. a couple other quick things before I let you go. The um, I, was at, I, went, I was at a show this past weekend. I was hanging with Ray Luzier. I was at a corn show, and he was telling me the KXM record Name is dropper. done. No, but he, still, he told me the KXM record is done, huh? It's been done. It's been done for a while, yeah. We finished that up uh, quite some time ago, and uh, it's coming out in July. Um. And uh, it's called Circle of Dolls, and it's awesome. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it, but yeah, you know, it's the same. We did it the same way we did our other two records. You know, it's our third record. Uh, we did self-titled and Scatterbrain. Uh, same way we went in twelve days, uh, booked a studio for twelve days, and uh, hit out in the mountain and with the wizard, and uh, you know, basically essentially wrote a song a day and recorded, you know, recorded that song. And by the end of the day, we had to have at least one song finished and recorded. Wow. Amazing. You know, and I said to, I said to, to Ray, which everybody says, man, we'd kill to see KXM live shows. And Ray said, well, pretty much the reason that doesn't happen is me. I'm to blame for that because of his, you know, his, his issues and touring with corn. But, but Ray was adamant, at least to me when I was talking to him, that he's going to find a way and going to find a, a window to eventually do live shows with that band, which to me, listening to KXM and for people that don't know, KXM is George Ray Luzier of corn and Doug Pinnock and, and uh, listening to KXM to me, it just screams to be heard live so is there anything right. on that front that, that you can tell us from your standpoint as far as your schedule and availability to be able to do that? Oh, I would, I would drop everything at the at drop of a hat to do it. I mean, believe me, it's so frustrating. Um, and, you know, listen, Ray's got this other little band called Corn, and he plays for, you know, 100,000 people. I, I get it. Uh, we can't really go to Corn and say, hey, can you guys take a few months off so we can go out and do a club run and, you know, make no money, but <laughs> I mean, it's really challenging. And we've been dealing with this now for, I don't know, five years trying to find a way to do it. And as you said, Ray is committed. He loves the band and, and, and we all do. And we all want to get it out there because it's really designed to be played live, you know? Yeah. 
Um, and it has to happen. It has to. It's so frustrating. Uh, but, um, you know, I don't, I'm not in control of that part of it. So um, when Ray says jump, we'll say how high and we'll go do it, you know, whenever he gets the opportunity. But he is so busy, um, you know, he barely has time to spend any time with his family. You know, he's firing on all cylinders all the time. So um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big challenge, but we're dedicated to finding a, a solution. Uh, you know, it probably believes similar to what we did with the end machine where we just did a limited number of dates and mm-hmm. uh it's better than nothing you know well that's what I, that was the next thing i was going to ask you about because i hosted that first show that you did with the end machine that's right and uh that was at the whiskey and then from there you went and did a couple others and i know that it was there's a real good record for people again that don't know what the end machine is it, it's it's mick and Jeff and George, of course, the, the original Dokken band with Robert Mason singing. The debut album came out not long ago at all, and you did those handful of shows to let people know that you would play live. But where are things at with that band? Are you going to be able to circle the wagons with that group again? Well, the Ray, the Ray Lazier of uh, The End Machine is Jeff Tilson. <laughs> and Jeff and I are very good friends. I mentioned this a lot before. He lived right down the street from each other. We work together all the time, whenever we get a chance. We just love to write together and be in a band together and we're best friends and all that. Um, and he's very dedicated to making this happen. This is his baby. And uh, so we're trying to go back out uh, late fall. We're thinking um, uh, we're, we're talking to a creative man in Japan about doing some Japanese dates and then coming back to the States and, and uh, hitting some major markets. That's just talk and speculation at this point, but, you know, we're trying. Again, Foreigner keeps Tilson really busy. (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, when I saw you guys play, Will Hunt played drums. He was a monster, monster player. I just saw him play with Evanescence. I was talking to him, actually, about that. And, uh, you know, what is the status of Mick Brown these days, you know, as for, whether it be with Dokken or with End Machine? Is, well, is Mick retired from playing, or what's going on with him? Yeah. Yeah, he retired temporarily. So he's out of Dokken. And I, I spoke to him, and, and you know, you know, drumming is a very physical thing, obviously. You know, and, it's, and it, doing it all your life at that age it's tough, you know, and especially with the kind of power that he plays with, you know, he puts his whole, you know, phys- physically puts his whole body into it. You know, he's one of those kind of drummers, like a cozy power, a bottom or something, you know, he's just power drummer. So uh, it just takes its toll, you know, everything aches, everything hurts. And, you know, uh, and so he's just going to take uh, some time off and uh, not saying he isn't going to come back, you know, so he may come back and do end machine, um, I don't know what his plans are other than that, but we spoke about that. And he's, he says, you know, keep me in mind for down the road, but I just want to rest up and heal up and, and rest his brain and his body for a little while. And I, I get that. Yeah, I mean, drumming is so physical. Uh, Aerosmith started doing that residency in Vegas a month or so ago, and Joey Kramer, who I, I know quite well, missed a couple shows there at the end, and I was talking to some people on the crew, and I, I said, is Joey okay? And they said, yeah, he's okay. It's just all physical. It's just stuff with coming comes with being, you know, at that age, after 40, 50 years of playing nonstop, that, you know, that's a, that's a real issue for, for drummers, and it's understandable, especially guys that hit hard like Mick. You know, another uh, aspect of playing live that I have learned later in my life is that uh, the sound pressure 
is really uh, does a thing to your body. Uh, you know, when you've got 120 decibels coming off the stage and you do that for 50 years, um, you know, those, those way, those sound waves go through your body and affect your organ. And, uh, and I, I've had some, some incidences where I've, uh, passed out on stage, um, uh, quite a few times. And, um, I've kind of figured it out that that's what it was. It was, you know, kind of, you know, the, the heat on stage, uh, and, and, uh, the sound, you know, the decibel level, it, it can really take a toll on you. And I always wondered why guys like, you know, Richie Blackmore, or Billy Gibbons, or, you know, anybody, name a guy, as they get older, they go, what happened? Why didn't they maintain that, that intensity that they had when they were younger? Yeah, dumb question. But now you, you go listen to them, they got in-ears, and you don't hear any sound on stage. And I, I get it now. <laughs> it's pretty hard to be 60, 70 years old up, up there with three Marshall stacks roaring at 120 decibels. It, it, it's hard on your, on your body. Um, I don't know how Angus Young does it. I think he just feeds off of it, quite honestly. Yeah. Um, he's one of the few guys I can think that still does that. Maybe Tony Iommi. Well, Ace Freely still does it. I just saw Ace at the same That's festival right. I saw Corn, and Ace is out there doing it like that. And I was, you know, his hearing is really, really going. And I was talking to some of the guys in his band, and they said, yeah, we just had him go get his ears drained and stuff because the hearing is not only making it harder to talk to him, but it's also impacting, like, what he's hearing himself on stage. So th- there are those guys that have been doing it 40, 50 years like that, and it, and you've been doing it forever too, man. I mean – I'm sure right, that right. I'm sure that uh, how is your hearing? How do you how, do you have any other ailments that we don't know about? Uh, I'm not going to tell you all my ailments. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> well, I do. I do have this other uh, this thing that's wrong with me. Yeah, I'm going to go get a penis reduction because that's been really a drag. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, really a drag. I, I like that, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a pun as well. Um, yeah, you know, I got my little things here and there, but I'm, I'm you know, I, 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 I I do. I eat really well. I, I uh, try not to drink too much. I don't do drugs. I you know, obviously work. I, I work out. I don't say obviously, but I, I you know, I, I'm in the gym a lot. Um, do a lot of cardio. Do a lot of hiking. Play. I'm in a racquetball league. You know, I, I try to stay as active as possible and stay moving. You know, and uh, put good things in my body, and uh, so I can be around a while and keep uh, producing. You know, good work. But, but you uh, you had that yeah. moment. You had that moment, and I remember because you always joke with me about it because you said it was your Lynch Biscuit moment, where you were you were doing you know sort of like a rap rock thing with Lynch Mob, but you also personally you got really really bulked up and cut, and and I remember at that time when you were like that, and then when you sort of reduced that a little bit, you said that that actually impacted your dexterity and your playing, like being that that muscular actually impacted your playing, right? Oh yeah. I had to have warm compresses on my forearms and I would, I would cramp up mid solos, especially on anything extended, like a Mr. Scary or something. I would cramp up to the point where my hand became like a claw on stage and I couldn't move my fingers. I, yeah, it was insane. I was like, and I got to the point where I go, wait a minute, am I a bodybuilder or am I a guitar player? Bodybuilding doesn't make me any money and it's not what I really supposed to do. And I just, I started having an epiphany and a wake up moment. So I just, you know, tone that all down. But yeah, that was, it was actually a very unhealthy thing, quite ironically. <laughs> uh, bodybuilding is, is not a healthy sport, if you even want to call it a sport. Right. But uh, it's more of a drug contest, I think. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't regret it. I mean, uh, you know, I used to, 
maybe make fun of people a little bit that did that, you know, the Kane Roberts of the world and so forth. And, you know, I know Kane, he's a sweet guy. I mean, I don't mean to pick, you know, pick out his name or anything, but you know what I mean? I would sort of, I thought that was a little silly. And then I would, I became that, you know, I had everything but the fucking, you know, the Rambo headband with the, <laughs> the guitar that looks like a machine gun. You know? <laughs> Last thing, George, and then I'll let you. Last thing, and then I'll let you go. Tell me, just ca- capping off stuff here. You you've been working on forever a documentary. Uh, it's it's called. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Shadow Train, right? Well, Shadow Train is the band, and we have an album out on Rat Pack Records. Been okay. out for a few years, and the film, the, the film, right? It's referring to is called Shadow Nation. Shadow Nation. Tell the audience about that if you don't mind. Well, it's uh, it's uh, really a, a documentary that explores, uh, you know, the plight of Native Americans, and it's infused with music. So the band Shadow Train travels across Western United States to different reservations, visiting with, with activists and Native American leaders and just people on the ground and other musicians. And, and uh, we're playing music and we're talking about uh, the issues. Um, and so we've got, you know, we traveled to Ted Nugent's ranch in Texas. We went and visited Noam Chomsky, you know, uh, 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 you know, went to the Leonard Paul Tier commemorative at the, on the Pine Ridge in South Dakota. Uh, uh, John Trudell worked with me on some songs, and he's in the film as well. Uh, 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 the singer in, uh, uh, well, we got Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine in the film, uh, Serge surge from system of a down uh you know both very you know intelligent and uh uh highly uh skilled activists you know, <laughs> that work on uh, injustice uh, issues and things like that all their lives you know and, right. and um, so it was really uh it, it took a lot out of me and i think everyone else involved it was a, a seven eight year process with you know a couple of years of editing uh, it was uh, it took a long time to get it out there um I had no idea what I was getting into when I got into it. But I just had a, you know, for me and a couple other guys had a vision and we thought, you know, we want to use our music as a, as a vehicle or a weapon to try to, you know, make things better, you know, and it just got really, really hard and really complicated. And making a movie is not like making a record. <laughs> it's about a thousand times harder. So it was, uh, definitely took a lot out of us, but uh, I don't regret it, but, uh, uh, I learned a lot. I learned what not to do, and I learned uh, what I should do if I'm ever going to make another, be involved in making another film again. How can uh, how all, can how can people see the movie? Uh, they can they can buy it online and on Amazon. Okay, you know it's, it's, it's available. Yeah, on any of the streaming services streaming. or Netflix or any of that stuff. I don't know if it's streaming yet. Not in the, in the states. I don't think it is yet. But we're working on that. Um, but you can buy the DVD. All right, cool. And then people can just uh, look on Amazon or whatever and, and find the DVD or the Blu-ray and check out Shadow Nation. I know you put a, a lot of work into that. I know you worked on that for a really long time, so I wanted to make sure people were aware of it. Yeah, thanks for mentioning that. Thanks for mentioning That's been out for a couple of years now. But um, I do have a couple more projects in the pipeline, but I don't want to confuse everybody because we've talked about so many projects at, at this point. So maybe we'll save that for uh, – uh, the next time I see you, which is well, the well, the eighth in the eighth in Tulsa, but that's a weekend. I won't be doing radio that day that you're there, but uh, definitely I'm going to do the show from uh, you know from that private thing we're doing uh, in Austin. So we'll, I'll grab you for a bit okay. on that as well. 
Let's do that. Okay. We'll catch up and we'll, we'll do part two. All right. Sounds good, George. Thank you for the time, man. You uh, enjoy the rest of your day and I hope the penis reduction goes well. <laughs> yeah. And you work on your vocal chops since you're going to be the, the singer in Lynch Lost someday. <laughs> I'll start warming right. up now. I'll talk to you soon, man. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Bye. See ya. There he goes. George Lynch. Well, my thanks to George Lynch. Enjoyed talking to him, as always. We'll do more soon. The man has a lot to cover and a lot to talk about, as you just heard. And I'll be seeing Lynch Mob this coming Saturday in Tulsa at the IDL Ballroom. Come on out if you're in the area. Tickets available at Stubwire. Remember, follow me on social media, Twitter, at Eddie Trunk, Instagram, fan page on Facebook, eddietrunk.com is the official online home. Ran down all of those appearances earlier in the show. Please come out and see me if I am headed your way. Thanks to Katie Irizarry. She is the producer of the Eddie Trunk Podcast. I'll see you next Thursday for another all-new episode, free as always, Apple Podcasts and PodcastOne.com. Sports broadcaster Anne-Marie Anderson. I'm Olympian Holly McPeak. We're both former athletes, businesswomen, and mothers, and we want to help you create the life you want using sports like a boss. Whether you're an athlete, entrepreneur, or parent, we want to help you get to where you want to be. Well, good, because I either got too many kids or I'm overscheduled, overwhelmed. Honestly, Holly, half the time I feel like I'm screwing it up. Well, that's why we created this podcast to help get coaching, parenting, and the whole sports culture back on track. We've got a big network of people, elite athletes like you holly entertainers experts we're going to find out what works for them and what doesn't so that you handle sports like a boss myrtle beach is the beach 60 miles of bright sand water and a wealth of wonderful music playing day and night you can step into a simple beach bar and discover a surprising level of exciting musical talent a place to kick back and groove to the enticing soundtrack of the most unexpected vacations around with nothing but good vibes floating through the warm ocean air. Plan your own music field trip to America's Jukebox at visitmyrtlebeach.com.